Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Wow, that uh, that was an ass kicking. Uh, Thirty-eight unanswered by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Green Bay Packers looked terrible, terrible. Welcome to the Green and Gold Post Game Show. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary Ellerson, you hear his uh, chuckle in the background, Gary. Uh, look, I I was – all week I had trepidation about this game. I just felt bad. And then I kind of voted with my heart <laughs> instead of my head at the last minute. I'm kind of like, ah, Packers fans are going to give me grief. Uh, and I should have stuck with my gut because I just yeah. didn't feel they were going to come out and play well. And I thought a pissed-off Brady was going to just torch them. And, and everything right. fell into place. And this defense whooped their ass up front. Right. Uh, Bill, we talked about you a little bit on, on the big show. And we, we use your big word of trepidation. And – because everybody's trying to figure out whether they, whether, they, whether they're going to win or lose this game or not. And everybody was picking the Packers because it was too good to be true, right? I don't know about on your show, but on the big show, everybody's talking Super Bowl talk. And, right. and, I, went after, and I went after all those people talking su- su- Super Bowl talk. I go, listen, they're 4-0. They're, they've only played four games. Get back to me in week eight, and then we'll talk about Super Bowl. It's just too early for all this Super Bowl crap talk. I mean, I mean, Packer fans was most definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. And, you know, and I said, and we had a couple people on the air with us, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I said, you know what, listen, to me, I, I keep having a problem, Bill. Bill, here's what I have a problem with. Uh, I'm more of a guy that I see what I see. And I have a problem with this. I'm about the bros and the Joes, the Jimmys and right. the Joes. I, I'm about players and my eyes tell me that Jermichael Finley I keep I keep going to this now Jermichael Finley uh Jennings uh Driver uh Nelson Randall Cobb is better than Devontae Adams uh, MVS uh St. Brown right uh Irvin, yeah. I don't care who else you got. That and and then so what does that tell me is in that that, that means that okay now if you're about Jimmys and the Joes, Gary, then and I keep saying and and so if you're about the players, then how is this, how is this happening? How are the Packers winning? And I was asking all the national guys. I said, here's what I feel like: they're scheming people. Matt Lafleur is scheming people. He's getting the right matchup. He's doing all the right things. His quarterback is playing at a high level. 
And I said to these people, I said, in the NFL, at some point, you got all this stuff on tape. These guys are good enough. If they've got good enough players, somebody's going to scheme you. Right. They're not going to go 16-0. and 0. You're going to run into a defensive coordinator. You're going to run into some players that can scheme you from the defensive end to your offensive end. And to me, Bill, I think that's what happened tonight. I think Todd Bowles had an exceptional defensive game plan and better players. And better players because he had guys up front that could just flat out whoop you. You may be able to stop one or two, but you're not stopping four and five. And that's part of what the problem is. Yes. Um, So I I completely agree with you. And that's okay. But that's okay. Right. That happens. That's okay. So now it's time for Matt LaFleur. Now he's got this in. He, he can, you know, now he can go back and take a look at this film, take a look at it, because you know what's going to happen? If another team can do this, they're going to copycat right. what or copy what Todd Bowles did. Now, the next team they play, I don't even know who they play next, but the next team they Houston. play, they, Houston, they may or may not have the personnel to do what Todd Bowles and Tampa Bay did. So you got to have the personnel to get it done. I thought Tampa Bay had a great defensive personnel. We saw them against Chicago. They went to another level in this game defensively. I uh, I look down the line and I say, okay, what teams have that ability? The Bears have that ability. Now, yeah, whether but, or not they no, have an offense to keep up with you, yeah, but I, right. now, but they have the ability right. to punch you in the mouth the way that uh, the way the Tampa Bay did today. Well, and they do, Bill. And I keep and I keep hearing this stuff. I don't know if you're hearing your radio show. Oh, they're four and one. They're winning ugly. They're this, that, and the other. And and I'm saying to people, when haven't the Bears won ugly in the history of the Chicago Bears? Right. This is how the Chicago Bears play football. Mm -hmm. This is their brand. When they won a Super Bowl with Jim McMahon, he wasn't like an all-world QB. It was their defense. It was Walter Payton. It was offensive line. It was a quarterback that don't screw it up. When right. they went to the Super Bowl with, with Rex Grossman, he wasn't great, but it was their defense. Mike Brown is still getting intercepted and taking it back for a touchdown right now. That's yeah. what their defense was all about. In the history of Chicago Bears, they've never been great on offense, but it's always been about what their defense is, and they win ugly and extend the game. They just don't want their quarterback to turn it over. Well, they got a guy who's won a Super Bowl that is not the greatest, but he doesn't make stupid plays like Mitch Trubisky does. The problem that you got over there, too, is Matt Nagy. You got to guard against him being the smartest guy in the room. room. Because he's always going to give you the smartest guy in the room play that's going to put your defense at risk. I completely agree. I'm fired up right now. If you uh, can that's, tell let's, let's do it. Let's bring it. If you uh, have something to say, 855-830-8648. Let's start out right away. Trell on the north side. Trell, welcome to the program, man. What you got? Man, what's going on with y'all? Not a good uh, day, Trell. Gee, you've been on the money, man, the whole week, man. I've, I've been with you, too, man. And this this right here was you, You've been one of the few, Trell. I would say you have been one of the few. Yes, sir, you have been. I, I was. I was. You know what I'm saying? Dreading a uh, performance like this because all this does is reaffirm that. Remember when I was saying about when are they going to play a physical defense or a defense that we can get a better barometer of this team? Well, they met a physical defense today. And uh, they looked the shell of themselves. Just like I said, what happened? Just like last year, San Francisco beat the brakes off them early. We 
we said, well, it's an early season game. They'll shake it off. Uh, but what happened? We, we met San Francisco NFC Championship, and it was like a replay. The same type of performance. And um, at some point, it comes down to the talent. Um, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game. He had one of his uh, worst games probably in a long time that he's played. So that's one thing. But when you're when, when the defense is being the aggressor, uh, you're not able to protect like you usually are. You're not able to run the ball. You don't have many options. And just like you said, as far as Matt LaFleur, he schemed really well those first weeks, but this week somebody schemed against him. And um, this reminds me of the St. Louis Rams when they were scoring all those points and then they got to the Super Bowl and I think they had a field goal for majority of the whole game. They couldn't score at all against uh, what Belichick had schemed up against them. And like I said, uh, this is the difference between uh, the Packers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a high-flying offense. A guy like Le'Veon Bell gets released, and they sign him. They sign him because they're trying to win another Super Bowl after just uh, coming back. And you just don't see that from the Packers. And I'm sorry, I've uh, been a Packer fan my, my whole life, and I'm just tired <laughs> of seeing it. When is going to be the right time when we do something to upgrade this team to say to the players in the locker room that we're trying to win this whole damn thing. When is going to be the time for that? I mean, uh, they've got to, Ted Thompson got away with it for years. Uh, they won that Super Bowl on the magic carpet ride. They never really, hey, if anything, they lost their talent. They started losing receivers, getting plucked off, started losing defensive players. They never replaced them. I just want to know, like, when is going to be the right time? We, we got draft picks coming from, Losing guys in free agency, Martinez and Balaga and so on, uh, last year. I mean, those are compensatory picks, but you can trade those picks now uh, per NFL rules. So when are we going to go out there and do something to help this team? Because this is going to happen again in the playoffs. If they meet the right team in the playoffs, this is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to stop the run. They're going to pressure Rodgers. And our defense is not going to be able to keep us in the game. We have to be able to score points. Uh, for our defense to be at their best, and when we fall right. behind, we're in trouble. We're going to be reeling. Yeah, that was that was the one thing I happen. talked about, Terrell. This week, you're absolutely right. Thanks Appreciate for it, Terrell. As always, yeah. uh, I said the same thing. I said this defense plays well when they have a lead. If they yeah. don't have a lead, and you got to you got to get big stops, they may get you a stop or two. But if mm-hmm. you've got a defense that's shutting down your offense, they can't hold a game. They don't have that ability. And and, and Terrell's right. How good would Patrick Queen have looked in this in this offense or in this defense? Yeah, you know, how good yeah, were some of these younger wide receivers looked in this yeah. offense? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it, look, I, I agree with Terrell. I mean, it, every year it's always a stopgap measure. You're going to get a guy or two. Now, they did go for it a little bit more with Zedarius and Preston Smith and Adrian Amos and such last year, and I appreciate that. But when you have an opportunity and all of a sudden you're drafting future, you're basically saying, yeah, you think we got enough and all we got to do is just get there and see what happens. But th- this, Gary, is exactly what – this was reminiscent of San Francisco. Where they just they oh, just sure. beat you beat your ass and they were going to run it down sure. your throat and say stop me and you can't do it and that's well, that's I, what this game felt like a little bit a little bit they, they can they can beat Tampa Bay but Rogers I think Rogers can play better than this okay I, I think he got flustered on the pick six and it felt like it was all down there he he can play better he just made some bad reads I mean I and once again. Uh, for me, Todd Bowles, credit him, because that was a, a soft zone coverage where he was throwing that ball outside to Devontae Adams. The guy never really moved, Bill. And I just don't think 
um, Rodgers knew what the coverage really was, and they threw something different at him. And and pretty much he eyed Devontae the whole time, so they, they, they knew what was coming, or at least they knew what was coming on that particular play. And I think they lulled Rodgers into throwing that pick. Uh, you, so we, we've never seen – I think Rodgers next time can play better uh, mm-hmm. than what he played. Yeah, well, let me ask you this, because we know that the first pick, okay – he threw it to a to Devontae. To, you know, he got baited into throwing it. Okay, which yeah. usually doesn't happen, to Aaron Rodgers anyway. But he wanted to go to Devontae. Yeah. Looked at him the entire yeah. time, read yeah. his eyes. That second pick, interference or not, that was smothering coverage, and he still yeah. tried to force it into Devontae. Right, so, right, right. as much as I want to say, right. you know, well, it was good plays, and they, those guys made look. Both of those picks were thrown to Devontae. Devontae had 10, 10 uh, targets today, and everybody else had the max of five. I mean, right. it was clear. It, he's going to go to Devontae. And this is what we mm-hmm. – they got away. I wrote – in my notes, I wrote down what happened to the quick hitters to anybody and everybody. That was my note. And it was always drop back and hand it off. He had a couple of things going on, you know, the, the quick hitters nearby. But for the most part, he had a lot more running at the, running the clock down to one and zero. Had a lot more of looking for Devontae, standing in the pocket, tapping the ball. Were they that good in the secondary? And, you know, we've said it all year season long to this point where the quick hitters keep the pass rush at bay. And right. they got away from that. He got away from that today. Mm-hmm. So what got you there, you just threw out the window. Part of that right. is Todd Bowles in the scheme and physical up front, but part of that was your own damn fault. That was that was yeah. my opinion of that. Uh, 855-830-864. Let's go to Jesse listening to us in Brooklyn. Jesse, how you doing, man? What's up? What's up, Bill and Gary? Much love, much love. And is there anything that we can take from a good loss? Okay, because I personally sure take nothing away from this game. You throw this tape in the garbage and set it on fire, man. Tampa played their absolute best game of the season. Meanwhile, the Packers played their worst. We beat ourselves. Okay, that that throw, that pick six from Rodgers. He was staring down Devontae the entire time. That's not like him. That's not like him, and you would expect that, like you were just saying, Bill, when you inject Devontae into the offense that was humming before he came back, yeah, there's going to be a little uh, little growing pains there. Mm-hmm. But this is just one of those games. You know, Rodgers is also notorious for having bad games in Tampa regardless yeah, if, if Tom Brady's yeah. there. He's had some injuries there. I don't know what that says for the Super Bowl because – that's the stadium they would be playing. But <laughs> right. We'll That's get true. to that later. But we, we, we just look rusty. The offensive line looked like they didn't come to play. Todd Bowles, give him his credit. But ultimately, this means nothing to me. Like, I've never felt this way after a Packers loss. Like, usually I'm crying or, or just, like, mad or throwing, you know. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, can't can't drop the S on us. Uh-oh. Can't drop the S on us. But we get it. <laughs> We get what you're yeah. saying. Look, this is one of those losses where you kind of go, you know what? Maybe this was just a butt kicking and it wasn't meant to be. Move on. You know what I mean? Maybe that. Maybe that's all it is. Everybody, everybody's entitled to one of those you, games well, now. No, yes, yes. You take this loss and you learn from it. Yeah. And I think they can. In, in, in my heart of hearts, here's what I feel. If you ask me right now today how I feel about this loss, it's not like I felt when they lost against Tampa Bay. Real talk. Yeah. When they lost against, no, I'm sorry, when they lost against San Fran last year. San Fran, yeah. Yeah, last year. Real talk, when, when they lost against San Fran last year, I go, they, if they play these guys again, there ain't no way they're going to beat these guys. 
I feel like if they play Tampa Bay again, they can beat Tampa Bay. They got up 10 nothing and it just spiraled out of control and it was easy. They can move the ball on this team. They never at one point moved the ball against San Francisco. I mean, they just never right. did. They, they can get this team. I, I just think they ran into a buzz off. The pick six messed, messed them up. It's on film. They can beat this team. But you, folks need to stop talking all this Super Bowl talk and settle the hell down. And th- there's a lot of good football left. This team still can get better, a lot of growing. You, we've already talked about it, Bill. This defense is what this defense is. It's a product uh, of the offense. It's not going to get you, any better. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Ty's in Philly. We'll get Jacob, everybody. Jim's in Chicago. We'll get the lines are jam-packed. Keep trying. 855-830-8648. You can hit us up over on uh, on Facebook as well. You can find us at uh, The Bill Michael Show there. You can call or text us, whatever it happens to be. All you got to do is give us a shout. Uh, we would love to hear from you. 855-830-8648. 855 Four eight, give us a shout. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Green and Gold post game show. Packers get just beat up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirty eight to ten. We'll be back after this. Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. That started it, and then 38 unanswered is what the Tampa Bay put up on the board, and they knock off the Green Bay Packers, who up until that point, I mean, I even tweeted it out that I thought that was like a well-oiled machine. They were rolling, and that completely derailed the train for the Green Bay Packers. Welcome back. It's Green Gold Postgame Show. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Packers get beat 38-10. to 10. We continue to take your phone calls, 855-830-8648, 855 8-6-4-8, getting your reaction to the Green Bay Packers taking this loss. A lot to chew on. Let's get right back to the phone calls. Let's go to, uh, let's see here. Let's go to L listening to us, or excuse me, Ty listening to us in Philadelphia. Ty, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, man. Uh, listen, it's, it's, it's losses that you can overcome in the season, and it's losses that just, you know, big steps backwards. I think this was a big step backwards. Uh I think Styles meet fights. I think Tampa Bay with those two linebackers match up very good with the Packers tight ends um, and, and the running backs. I think the running backs and tight ends has been dominated all year until you ran into those two linebackers. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I would hope that we could see this team again. I, I would hope that we could, you know, because I think, like like Gary said, we uh, Aaron Rodgers could play better against the secondary. The secondary is fast and young. But uh, on that pick six, I I don't know if that was some just locking in, but the corner clearly had outside leverage against an out route. So whatever that play call was, whatever it was, whether he was confused about what the defense was in, that was really like a simple mistake right there. You shouldn't have never threw that ball to to, to Devonta. He was never open on that play. The the call that they had on that defense was always going to be good to go against that out route. Um, but um, I think Tampa Bay defense just uh, pretty much showed up and was as advertising. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks, I agree with Trell. I heard this call earlier. You know, I said the Saints was probably one of the best defenses that they was going to face. Uh, clearly, Tampa Bay is the more physical front than the Saints are. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, 
you know. Uh, but I will say the defense is not good. I've been saying it all year. The defense is not good. Uh, the kid, the rookie, 51, He, I, I think he played a good game. Oh, he's um, a player. Yes. Chris Barnes. I agree. Yep. He spearheaded that run defense. The run defense played good today. But the, the, the guys who got the money, Clark, uh, the Smiths, no pressure at all on Brady. Didn't affect him <laughs> at all in this game. But 51 played his behind off. He played his behind off. I'm I'm gonna be interested to see how these two kids play when they get them both on that field. Uh, Kamal Martin at 51. He played before he got hurt. He was the best player on this defense all day. 31 horrible game. Jair had his worst game of the season. Josh Jackson needs to be released tomorrow, guys. He needs to go. Oh, I'm sorry, boy. he needs to he go. Just... I ain't too mad at him, but that last pass interference, game over. Uh, everybody else. I think the Smith, they'll get it going. Clark, he coming back from injury. Uh, it's clear that you can't rely on uh, 83. And when Aaron Rodgers lock in to 17, it gets them in trouble, man. But this defense is not good. I like that they played their best game this year against the run. Uh, I'll say this is a huge step backwards. All right, that I would agree. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone call, t- call Ty. Uh, when, Gary, when he talks about locking in on Devontae, as much as we want to point at Aaron Rodgers, I thought Todd Bowles, look, he did a masterful job. It was simple stunts. But didn't it seem like sure. where the blitz pickup was or the blocking scheme was supposed to be, they were a step slow at getting to the point of attack? Well, they had they, – they had this is what we were trying to get. So, uh, Arns, on a, they got like three, four guys like that on Tampa's defense. Right. Right? I mean, that, that was the difference. I mean, we, we got Chris Barnes, and that's it. That, that white kid – is <laughs> it Devin White, that kid, they've got another guy, I think was 45. I mean, they, they had like three guys like Chris Barnes on their defense. Right. Just straight fast. The Packers were trying to get the edge right away, couldn't get it. Them boys were running them down. Could not run east or west against these guys. You, you you probably got to do more like counters, kind of trays, and, and, and misdirection. But you couldn't really get east and west on these guys. So they were just right. They were just too fast. Well, Levante um, David is just a man among boys when it comes to the size and yes. speed that he possesses. He yes. just he was and they didn't have there. what's what's the other guy? Uh, Vita Vea, Vea, something. Vita, Vita, Vea, 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 Vita, Vea, Vita Vea, yeah, he he was out today. They, they right, they didn't even have him. I mean, he's out. Yeah, he's out for just the season. Yeah. If that def- yeah, just think if that defense would have had him. So yeah, to me that was the difference. That their defense is fast, and they get to the ball, yep. and I think you get used to that. I mean, I think the the Packers just didn't understand. The speed of that defense and what they were looking at. Yeah, they uh, when they were supposed to either pick up a blitz. But or by no means, scheme. Bill. But, right. Go ahead. But by no means that I'm going to ask you this question: the San Francisco defense last year versus the Tampa Bay defense you saw today, which is better? Uh I'd probably say what I saw last year out of San Francisco. Yeah, I would agree. I, I totally. think there is. I I think they're emerging. I'd probably have to see more of this Tampa Bay defense now with Vita Bay. I yeah. really thought that that was something that, that they were on to. But I, you know, as much as you know, uh, Sean was it Murphy Bunting back there at corner and, and uh, Carlton Davis. I mean, they're good. 
Uh, and I'm not going to knock him by any stretch of the imagination. Adding Antoine Winfield, I think, went back there in the draft this past year. I think he kind of solidified that safety position. Uh, but Levante David, Devin White, you got JPP, Golston, uh, Dominican mm-hmm. Sue all up front. I mean, they got they got some beasts. And that Khalil Davis kid is eventually, I think he's going to be decent too, even though they yes. picked him up in the sixth yeah. round. I, 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 I think that's a hell of a defense that's on the come. But I just want to see more. I want to see more consistency. But they're doing I mean, look at numerically already this season. You know, where they've had their problems has been more so the offense than it has been the defense. And here's the other thing that I, I made a mention of. People talk about Brady getting old. When when Aaron Rodgers went into the new system last year, he struggled, and it was adapting a new system. It was kind of Frankenstein's version of Mike McCarthy and and Matt LaFleur's offense. And then you mushed it together, and you kept some of the terminology the same. And this year, it's Matt LaFleur's offense. Tom Brady went to a new team with new guys, no familiarity, no offseason, no, no, you know, mini camps, no OTAs, mm-hmm. no training season, no training camp, and then had to learn a new offense and new terminology. That's why he was going to start out slow. We all knew that. I right. wasn't poo-pooing Tom Brady at all coming into this game when many others were. Right. Let's do this. Right. We're going to go right. and take a quick break. We'll come back and continue to take a look more at this uh, just beatdown at the hands of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 38-10, to 10, the Packers lose. He's Gary Ellison. I'm Bill Michaels. 855-830-8648. What is your reaction to this ball game? Are the Packers for real and this was just a bad game, or was this something that exposed this team? 855-830-8648. We got more of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up after this. station strong the bill michaels sports talk network the packers game is over and now it's time to break this one down it's the green and gold post game show with former packers running back gary ellerson and the big unit bill michaels not the game you thought you'd get out of the Green Bay Packers coming out of the bye week. Man, oh, man, they took a beat down 38-10. to They ended up losing their first loss of the season. They now go to 4-1, and tied for the Bears in the division after the Bears get a win today. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. It's the Green and Gold postgame show. We are glad to have you. David, uh, by the way, tweets and said, hey, thanks, guys, for having the Packers postgame show. Uh, he said, uh, in uh, North Carolina, they really appreciate it. Uh, where they cont- why do they continue to allow Mike Pettin? Uh, on the plane to fly home. I think a new voice is needed. God bless you guys. I'll be listening tomorrow as usual. Um, I Look, I, Gary, I, the whole question is the defense was continuing to get shredded again today. At first I thought, you know what, it's not the defense's fault. They got This is what the Green Bay Packers did. For those that don't know, offensively, in the first two drives, the Packers put up 144 yards and 10 points. The first two drives of this game. After that, it went interception, touchdown, interception, interception, pick six, I should say, interception, punt, punt, sack to end the half, punt, 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 punt. And they had, oh, good gosh, uh, four, five, six, seven three and outs today. Seven three and outs today of drives where they kept putting the defense right back on the field. And after the initial 144 yards in the first two drives, the Packers were only able to muster 57 yards total. 
So as much as I want to blame the defense, defense was out there quite a bit today. They didn't. No, they no, didn't they look were, great. They were, they were, yeah, but they were out there quite a bit. No, you're right. You're right. They were left out to dry. They were left out to dry. I mean, they, they just couldn't get anything sustained, sustained, right, at all. And you know, Roger, you know, even in that one pick that he threw the pick six on. I believe you got there was a receiver you got coming underneath. He just did. He's got to get back to uh, okay progression. And it oh, one two three. Devontae's cover, dude. That that's and sometimes he gets away from that. I mean that that's back to that old crutch of Mike McCarthy's offense, where they just gonna go just on a matchup field. I'm throwing it to Devontae anyway. And right. top bowls in Tampa Bay, they knew that, so they played that that way. Uh, and to blame it on the defense, think about this. Uh, after the pick six, Rodgers came right back, goes three plays, throw the other, throws the other, other interception. Right after that, they plunge it into the end zone. Packers then turn the ball over on, uh, on three downs and then punt it away. And then after that again, Tampa Bay goes on an 11, uh, 11 plays, 50 yards. Um, let's see here, uh, where they ended up scoring the touchdown. And then right after that, after the Packers ended up getting the punt, after only a minute 40 had ticked off the clock, then uh, you got Tampa Bay going on again, a seven-play, 62-yard drive and, and putting another one in the end zone. Look, the defense needed to come up big there. They just didn't, but they'd been on the field for quite a bit of time. That small chunk of change right there in the second quarter just absolutely did in this defense. And after that, we knew the offense wasn't scoring. I pretty much posted it after the 10 points. And when they went up, I think uh, at one point in this contest, when the when the Patriots had gone up, uh, and I think it was what I think it was twenty one to ten. It just felt like it was a mile away, and they were never going to catch up. And then when they put that uh, that uh, pass to Gronkowski, that twelve yard touchdown pass to make it twenty eight ten, it was over. It was pre- it was done, and you just kind of said, okay, just time to go home. And that was still in the second quarter, so. It was. It just felt like this thing just slipped away really, really fast. Uh, let's do this. The first score of the game. Let's do it. How did Green Bay's first score of the game happen? Who helped to put the points on the board? It's time for the Schulze Family Beef score of the game. Schulze Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. The Schulze Family Beef first score of the game, it was Mason Crosby. Here it is. There you go. That was it. 39-yarder for Mason Crosby that quick. It was over. And after that, they put a touchdown on the board, and then uh, this ball game was over pretty much after that. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Taking your phone calls, tweets, emails, and such. All you got to do is give us a shout. Let's uh, reset it. Let's go to Jim listening to us down in Chicago. Jim, how you doing, man? Oh, man. I wish I were doing better like the rest of us. Uh, but um, I think with this game, I think we can all agree, we, we have not played an opponent that came at us with this much intensity when you look at the previous four games. And I guess what I kind of struggled with is we didn't seem to return and match that level of intensity. And I know that's kind of a real cliche thing to say, but, but I just didn't feel it. And I, and I guess moving forward, I guess i got to go back in time a little bit. In, in 2009, uh, we played Tampa, Rodgers threw three picks. We lost to Josh Freeman, and um, we were 4-4, four and four and I didn't know where we were going. <clears throat> and I remember I called, called the postgame show, and basically I said, you know what, this is the turning point for McCarthy at that point in time. 
where is he going to get these guys and how are they going to respond? And they ended up going 7-1 and one with a lone loss, being a one-pointer in uh, Pittsburgh. But I, And I kind of feel the same way right now. We, we've hit some adversity, and really moving forward, how are we going to respond to this? You know, it's, this is one game. Uh, you know, we've, we've got a, a number of them left. How are we going to respond and how are these guys going to come back? That's a great point and, and something that, uh, Gary, you and I talked about. It's not so much e- – it's pretty easy when you're winning – and things look easy, which they did. I give Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers credit. They were just keeping the flow of the offense, the rhythm, as Aaron Rodgers put it. But now this is a big week as they get ready for Houston, and Houston got a win uh, a little bit earlier today. So this this is one of those games coming up where you're going to go on the road. You're going to take on – no, excuse me. I think Houston actually took a loss. Houston got beat 42-36 by the Texans because – or the Titans because the Titans stay, stay uh, undefeated, and the Texans took yet another loss to go to 1-5. and five. But they played well early on in that contest, and so this is a big game coming up. The Texans are almost down and out, and the Packers are coming off of an ugly loss because something's got to give. So you got to figure, you got to muster some stuff up here. And this is going to be, this is one of those character weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, a lot of people are going to get into this whole character, you know, gut check time, and you know, all this. And and Bill, I'm, I, I just need to see more. I'm still on the train of um, I think it's a good team. Uh, it's, it, it has some holes. Uh, they, they can be exploited. Uh, they, they need better players. Uh, I think Mike Patton did a pretty good job in, in general uh, when the game first started and he just kind of got away from him. You, you just look around the league and you can see players that are better than what the Green Bay Packers have. And, and so they're, they're winning, in my, in my opinion, they're winning in spite of the talent uh, that that they don't that, that, that in spite of the talent deficiency that that they have right now, uh, I don't know all about the gut check, but I think what needs to happen because they're going to win it, it's going to be on the offensive side of the ball. What needs to happen is that Aaron Rodgers has to play at a higher level than he played today, um, and and Matt Lafleur, I mean, needs to go back to the drawing board and look at what happened with with Todd Bowles and his defense because guys are going to try to copy that and then try to get better off of that. They're never going to get better with the talent that they have. That's plain and simple. And another thing, you just got to hope, you got to hope that David Bakhtiari is not out for a long period of time. Yeah, you had some injuries. We'll talk about that coming up because you had three or four guys today that got nicked up in this ballgame. But David Bakhtiari with a chest injury going down and ended up going right back to the locker room. So you hope that there's nothing broken there, torn in there. I mean, if it's cartilage, it's almost as bad as breaking a bone if you got something that's torn away from your sternum or something. I'm only you know, just kind of speculating. I'm not saying anything for sure. But he ended up leaving with, quote, a chest injury. Uh, let's go to our buddy L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, how you doing today, pal? What's up? Aaron, I can't even think of the words that I want to say. I can't say I'm on the air, man. Um, it feels like last year all over again. We get our butts kicked by the Chargers last year. We go into San Fran, and they annihilate us. And now, you mean to tell me we had to wait two weeks for this bad effort that they put out there today? It was no misdirection. It was no deception on offense, nothing. It was just vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. And they matched up perfect with it. You got linebackers that fly all around the field. Um, you trying to tell me that that's because Tyler Irvin wasn't there? You can't pre-motion or do nothing to do any type of misdirection when you had two weeks to even plan for this? Like, right. you knew who you was going up against. And it just looked like we was like deer in the headlights. Um, don't get me wrong. The first two um, possessions that we had, when we went up 10 nothing. I mean, they were, you know, they were – I was impressed with that. But 
when Aaron Rodgers threw that, that pick six, I don't know what it is with this dude 17. I'm not even calling him Devontae Adams anymore. I don't know what's up with this guy number 17, man. When he's on the field, it's like, I mean, he played a couple games this year and we were able to distribute the ball. But I just don't like how Aaron Rodgers just always locked in on him and doesn't look for anybody else. And keep in mind, if everybody else is covered, and I know he can make tough catches in traffic and so on and so forth, but you eyeballed him the whole time during that throw. They showed it in slow motion. He didn't turn his head, not one bit. He watched him as soon as he hiked Mm -hmm. the ball, and the the corner sat up there and watched him, and he threw it out. And he sat there right along with him. That was a terrible read, a terrible throw, and that's why it was a pick six. The next play could have been pass interference, but still, he's trying to put it in that little window it deflected to the next thing you know. It's another, uh, you know, interception that's going the opposite way. The defense, I mean, come on, man. Let's just call it what it is. There's a bunch of guys out there. Straight up. Kenny Clark coming back didn't matter. Darius Smith wearing stuff on his shirt and all that. You didn't see none of that today. No D-train, no nothing. Some dudes couldn't even get back to the white Tom Brady's jersey. I just was, oh, man, it was just horrible. Watching it, I don't know where we go from here. You had an opportunity to get Snatch Harrison, he's in Seattle now. He waited to the last minute. He didn't even make it to Green Bay because they signed him. Like, what are you going to do when you're going to when you're going to upgrade your 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 defense and your offense to whereas you you could get over the hump? We're going to do the same exact thing we did last year. I can't even think of. I mean, I sat up here with you guys called every week. I was happy. We looked good. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we're going to win games, and this was just a bad game. But I think our our, our defense is predicated off of our offense. If our offense doesn't put points on the board, we don't have the defense that will keep us in games and Aaron Rodgers should dig us out. No, it's not going to happen like that. And today was a true example of that. Great call. Appreciate it, man. Uh, he Put it this way, Gary. Uh, he's talking about Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark, four tackles today, but the Packers did not get to Tom Brady at all and only hurried him four times. That was it, four official times. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers sacked five times for 53 yards and hurried 13 times today. Yeah, he got beat up today. Yes, he did. That is, uh, you know, and I know he was doing some jaunt with, uh, you know, and Dominican Sue, and I I, I thought it was a good point, you know, even by Troy Aikman, even though people love to hate him. Troy had to write, he's like, look, don't get mad at him. Don't get mad at Dominican Sue. He may give you some grief. But look at the guys that are protecting you or the play calling that's not putting anybody into motion, not giving you any quick looks. You know, you, either that or you're just not taking it. Don't look at don't look at Dominican right. Sue because he's whooping your ass. Mm-hmm. Go go back to the drawing board and figure out what you're doing wrong because you're not doing anything to right. slow this pass rush down. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Adrian Amos spoke after the ball game. We're going to get more of your phone calls as well. Hang in there. we got Tyler and Mequon, Andy and Hartland. Cast of thousands on hold, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You can hit us up over on Twitter. Follow Gary at Gary Ellerson. You can follow me at Bill underscore Michaels. More of the Green Gold Postgame Show. Packers get beat up 38-10. to 10. we got more right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. From the line of scrimmage to the end zone, what was the drive of the game? It's time for the Chevy Drive of the Game. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. Instead, he hands and no signal. 
looked like he, he got, got in. in. Sure clearly. But no call. That's Jones. Surprised there is no touchdown call. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised. I thought the whole pile moved. And now they call touchdown. It yeah. is a touchdown for Aaron Jones. His 26th total touchdown since the beginning of last year. There you go. That was the drive of the game, capping it off as Aaron Jones plunged in. That was actually also the last time that the Green Bay Packers sniffed a score. Aaron Jones uh, caps it off with a one-yard touchdown run. That was 11-play, 80-yard drive, and uh, we didn't see anything after that. That was the most disappointing thing about it. It made it 10 to nothing at that point, and after that, that uh, that's all the Packers were able to muster. Uh, the drive of the game brought to you by our friends at Chevy. Find out what's next. Check out the new Chevy 2020 Silverados at your local Chevy dealer or WisconsinDriveChevy.com. That's WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Dot com. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Glad to have you. The Packers get beat up 38-10. to 10. Is this a good team that just had a bad game, or is this exposing them in some way, shape, or form? 855-830-864. Let's go to Tyler listening to us in Mequon. Tyler, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're all right, Tyler. Good we buddy. had better days. <laughs> Probably been better, yeah, I suppose. Me as well. Um, so want to touch quickly on you know, uh, the running attack that Tampa Bay showed. Um, obviously, even with Kenny Clark back, we had no answer for that. Um, I know we were looking at Snacks Harrison, but there's other guys out there on the free agent market that I don't understand why we're not bringing in. Um, but my main point or my main question was related to scripted plays. That seems to be a big um, talking point with Matt LaFleur. Um, at least early in the games to get our offense going. And it seemed like while we were in those plays, we, we you know, put up points and moved the ball. But I guess I just wonder what changes as as far as a, a play caller is concerned once we get out of that phase. I mean, you know, is it just negative plays or just the circumstances of the game? Like, I don't understand why there's such a big difference of the plays that we planned in practice and then when we get into the game, what exactly changes in the actual, you know, game. Well, I appreciate the phone call. I mean, Gary, first of all, if you have success immediately on your scripted plays, um, usually there's some adjustments made. They try to see what it is you're doing. But Aaron Rodgers, he was in the shotgun almost the entire first series uh, with short, quick passes. He uh, Remember, they ran the ball right away to Aaron Jones. And then after that, it was Jamal Williams for a short pass, Aaron Jones for a short pass, Devontae Adams for a short pass. Uh, then they went back to Devontae Adams over the middle, uh, as Aaron Rodgers went back under center, they went back into the shotgun and passed it to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, then they threw a pass to Equinemius St. Brown. They ran the football, and then it was a quick pass to, to Malik Taylor. You, you had five different guys you used in that first in that first series. And yeah. the same thing, pretty much it was shotgun the entire second series as well. You were only twice under center, three times under center in the entire second series, and you were you were all over the place passing the ball everywhere. And then after, you know, Tanyan got into the mix in that one. Marquez Valdez-Scantling got into the mix. Uh, you got Devontae Adams, obviously, got into the mix. Um, you, ta- like I mentioned, Tanyan again. But you look at this, and he was going to everybody. And then all of a sudden after that, it just it went away. It's like they just figured it out, and they said, okay, we're going to come to the line of scrimmage and punch you in the mouth, and you're not going to get uh, sit in the shotgun and get three seconds to throw the football anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're right. Um, when when you talk about those things, you know, and I don't know if you've been looking at Twitter right now, Bill. Um, I, I guess it was either Rogers presser. I'm sure we're going to play back at some point. Lafleur presser. I uh-huh. think both of them um, made note of that it wasn't 
a good practice this week. I think Roger said somewhere that even when they were up 10 nothing, the, the field just wasn't right. They, they weren't get, getting in and out of huddle like they wanted to be. Uh, to me, and I don't know if this is something that is starting to get to be a trend for them, but this feels more like the San Diego game. Like, I think they could could have beat San Diego. Was that last year when they got beat up out there in San Diego? Uh, where they just didn't prepare as well as they thought that they should have. That's what it sounds right. like that, that Rodgers is saying, that Matt LaFleur is saying uh, right now in, in the presser. So when you start talking about the players that are scripted, you can script the players plays all you want. Um, but And to me, those plays are like fill-out plays that you now then can add on to once you get right. off script. And so those that's why you have a script. So it, it expands your playbook. But when you're not preparing the way you're supposed to prepare in a game, something's wrong. And now it feels like or sounds like this is what happened when they went out to San Diego, that where guys weren't prepared on a road trip, that maybe they didn't take it as serious as they thought they would. And maybe a young team like this, they start feeling themselves, you know. I, I just think there's something not right within this football team now if this has happened a consecutive time here. Uh, and th- they've gone through this already. Maybe you can look that up and see what you got. You got a lot of jokers back there, but that's what I'm seeing out here on Twitter. Uh, and that's and, a problem. Yeah, I... And that's a problem. And that's a problem. That's what's going on inside that locker room and at practice. They, uh, Mike Clemens, as a matter of fact, we're going to hear from coming up here in a little bit. Said both Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Lafleur, say they did not have their buy or best week of practice. Lafleur said he needs to figure out how to come from behind in a game. Lafleur, nothing seemed to be working. As soon as you get comfortable in this league, you get your butt whipped. Uh, and 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 Mike's, that's absolutely right. This has not been a team. Again, if they get up early, if their point differential is positive going into half. They're usually a winning football team, or if they have momentum. If they don't and they're behind, this team struggles. They struggle defensively because they can't pin their ears back because then you can start using numerous things to extend your lead, draw, wear on that defense, and keep Aaron Rodgers and company off the field. So you can start running the football and quick play action and throwing the ball downfield and taking, you know, doing all these different things as opposed to trying to play catch-up to Aaron Rodgers who's looking sharp and you know you're going to have to play a kind of a track meet with the guy. It changes the dynamic of a game for a play caller, for an opposing play caller, right? Yeah, it does. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, let's go to Andy listening to us in Heartland. Andy, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, guys. Um, well, I got five letters for you. R-U-S-T-Y. Rusty, Rusty, Rusty. Yeah. But they had too much time off. They, Rogers was not in sync. If he hits uh, Bennett on that steam route, that's probably at least a, a 40 to 50-yard gain, if not a touchdown. We had no pass rush. I don't know. I mean, what's going on with Preston Smith? Uh, but, I mean, for the whole defensive line, there's no pass rush. Now, I've watched enough football to know that, you know, the cliche any given Sunday, you can go back to the 80s, and, you know, the Packers beat the 49ers. Uh, you know, they beat a lot of contenders when the Packers weren't going anywhere because teams took them lightly. Now, I don't know if that's what happened today, but Rodgers was not on. Uh, Devontae was dropping balls. Uh, it just seemed like they were just rusty, and they couldn't protect. Um, you know, Rodgers was running for his life. Uh, it just it just seemed like, you know, that this was a game where 
um, you know, you, you, it, it's going to happen. You know, they're not going to go, you know, 16-0. and 0. Maybe, I mean, no, no loss is a good loss, but maybe this wakes them up and say, hey, you know, we can't just throw our helmet out in the field. I don't know, but Rodgers did not look good. You know, they were rusty. We came off a bye two weeks. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams didn't play for almost, what, three weeks? So, and then you bring right, in uh, right. St. Brown. St. Brown didn't hasn't played all year. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's a, If you're going to get beat, you may as well get your butt kicked and just go back and lick your wounds and say, we got to get better. No, I completely agree. I mean, you can't put it this way, Gary. You can't look at it and go, "Okay, we don't have any answer to this." I mean, Matt Lafleur is right. You got to figure things out, and, and more so, you got to have the adjustments and the capability on the fly. If you go down and go down early or go down a lot, you, you know, first of all, if you're Mike Patton, you got to rely on your defense, and you got to have guys go out and say, "Hey, guys, we got to get the ball back. You got to get us a stop." And then the offense has to capitalize. And unfortunately, uh, even when they did get the ball back. The offense didn't capitalize. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come sure. back. Uh, Adrian Amos spoke. I want to get some of his comments in. The phone lines are jammed. If you want to chime in, keep trying. 855-830-8648. You want to get a hold of Gary, at Gary Ellerson over there on Twitter, at Gary Ellerson on Twitter. Gary's here. I'm here. We're taking your phone calls, your reaction. 38 <laughs> to 10, here. the Packers. We're all here. And, unfortunately, we're here after just a bitter, bitter loss. Uh, 38 to 10, the Packers get drilled. we got more after this. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Thirty-eight to ten, the final. The Green Bay Packers just beat up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this contest. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. I'm Bill Michaels, Gary Ellerson alongside. You want to get a hold of us? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Mark wants to know, he said, Gary and Bill, do you think the return of Devontae Adams is detrimental because it is like a new toy at Christmas? That's all Aaron Rodgers wants to play with in the first game or two. And then when he finally settles down or is yelled out by Matt LaFleur to stop, then the offense goes back to being a good, efficient offense. I seem like every I think that every time or he said it seems that every time Devontae Adams comes back, they try to force him the ball at least ten or fifteen times, just like today. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen this, you know, last year. We talked about this last year when he was out for four games. He was hitting a lot of different receivers. And then when Devontae came back, will the offense have that same fluidity fluidity that it did without Devontae Adams? So that's always a, a, a crutch for him. Um, and you know on that pass um, that he threw Devontae Adams on pick six, yeah, he stared him down the whole way. I mean, but there mm-hmm. was a receiver coming open underneath. I, and to me, Bill, just breaking down and looking at that play, um, Rogers got fooled. He thought it was another coverage. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know what he thought that they were in, but yeah, I mean, he and he did stare him down. But to me, I I chalk chalk it up too. But it, it felt like to me, Rogers thought he was getting a, another look in coverage that he really didn't get. I mean, that they were playing soft zone the whole time, and I think Rogers thought like it was man. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. And and so, but the guy jumped over right away. Uh, yeah, it he it that it does happen that he stares down Devontae a lot, 
and it and it does seem to throw up. You know, if you look at if you look at uh, Matt Lafleur's offense, it's not really predicated on one person. It's predicated on getting guys open and going through your reads. Rodgers was was doing that when he had Devontae Adams. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what changed this particular game. I mean, they, they won a couple games with Devontae Adams in the lineup, and he played the same way. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, let's do this. Uh, first of all, the hit of the game. I want to get into that. Uh, time now for the hit of the game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Montrevious Adams was cited today. Here it is. Is McCoy, and he got hit in the backfield by Adams. Montrevious Adams got through, and he made a play. When the Packers needed at most a loss of three to try to slow down this train a bit. And that was about it. That was one of the highlights, defensively speaking. Again, it's the hit of the game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Check out all their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. That is Boilermakers107.com. Yeah. Funny that you played that cut because, really, Brian Gutekunst is a lot like Ted Thompson than we think that he is. Although he went out and got the Smith Brothers. Yeah. They really rely on their draft picks. I mean, they're going to play Montrevis Adams come hell or high water. Right. Uh, they, You know, and, and they, they, they're they going to play. I mean, they, they didn't draft a receiver because they thought MVS was really good. And they thought that St. Brown had a huge upside. That's why they didn't go get in receivers, Bill. That's why they didn't get in defensive linemen. They weren't worried about snacks. They had Montrevis Adams. Right. I mean, it's, it's just – it just feels like that is their MO, and that's most certainly was Ted, Ted's MO. He stuck with his draft picks, and especially if they're high, no matter what. And that's what you're seeing right now. Uh, let's do this. Uh, Adrian Amos spoke after the game, and I just want to dip into it on a, for a couple of minutes because he had some things to say as well as uh, one of the guys that went to the podium and uh, did the Zoom. So let's take a listen to Montrevious, or excuse me, Adrian Amos talking to the media for just a short bit after the game. There you go. That was uh, that was Adrian Amos after the game. Then uh, just kind of giving you a little bit of an insight. He said, "Look, they just executed. We didn't do our thing, and and you know, I mean, you're not going to finger point at that point, but you just kind of frustration setting in. Uh, let's let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls. Uh, let's talk to Tori listening to us in Columbus, Wisconsin. Tori, welcome to the program, the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, uh, Gary kind of stole my thunder about staring down um, Aaron Rodgers, staring down Adams. Um, I want to go back to Adams' tweet last week before the bye. Oh, I know my body more than the trainers. He deleted the tweet. Now, after the bye, two weeks, Adams and Aaron Rodgers are probably talking, and it seems like Aaron Rodgers – threw out the game plan and wanted to get Adams a ball, no matter what, because, you know, Adams is a big star. I, we're going back. I, Aaron Rodgers proved me wrong because he played within the system the last four weeks. He gets a star receiver back and he's targeting them, staring them down. He's not playing in Matt LaFer's system. And I would like your comments because I don't know much. So I appreciate the, you talking to me, and I'll listen to your comments off air. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, Gary, you 
they threw to Adams ten times today, uh, which is a lot. Right. You know, they threw to him ten times today. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scanling was targeted five times. So was Aaron Jones. Everybody else was four or less. So it was obvious what they were trying to do. But you go back to the first game that they won uh, this season, they targeted Devontae Adams 17 times. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. You know, I mean. And everybody was okay with it. Right. And it didn't seem like they were forcing him the ball. They ran the ball a lot. Aaron Jones got carries. Tyler Irving got carries. It's because everybody was in movement. Everybody, the ball was being spread around, but you still went to your guy. Right. So you're going to go to your guy. I think where people are getting confused of forcing the ball to Devontae versus throwing it off to Devontae is he stared down a receiver because he locked on Devontae. He had a receiver or a defender all over him, and he locked on Devontae twice, and those two interceptions turned the tide of the game. But, Bill, he did that against Minnesota as well, though. He locked on yeah. to him. He, he did. He always does. When he's throwing it to Devontae, he's throwing it to Devontae. Right. He ain't reading a defense because Devontae is going to beat the defense, whatever it is. He don't care. But, right, I mean, and then there were some people saying, oh, my God, he almost got the record. He's going to come back next week and catch 20 balls. There were people saying that. But then that was okay then. All I'm saying is, in this particular game, he got caught doing what Todd Bowles made him pay for that. Okay? The Vikings uh, on the Zimmer did not make him pay. Todd Bowles made him pay. Todd Bowles, he had the horses up front in the middle linebacker. Yes, to me, that was the difference. That was the difference. If Rodgers gets lazy and is going to just single out, Todd Bowles made him pay. Zimmer did not. If you ask me what's the difference, that's the difference. And then that next game is when Devontae got what, hurt. How many times was he targeted in that game? In that you next remember, game? He, I mean, in the Minnesota game. In Min- oh, the Minnesota game, like he was targeted 20, he was, it was 17 times. He was targeted 17. 17. Targeted balls, 17 times. How many balls did he catch in that game? Do you oh, 10? So I thought he was targeted like 20 times. I don't know. I mean, because he almost set a record in that game. Yeah, he? it was. he was targeted 17 times, 14 catches, 156 14, yards, two, 14 yeah. catches, uh, 17 targets. And the next closest guy to targets was Marquez Valdez-Scantling with six. Right. You mean to tell me out of those 17 targets, he wasn't staring down Devontae, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams and 10 of those? Right, right. No, I agree with you. But I, it's it's that's what I'm saying. It's it's not like he hasn't done this before. It's just you're Correct. right. Tampa Bay basically they just said, pay for you it. do it, we're going to make you pay for it. Uh, right. Let's do this. we got a lot of people on hold. Hang in there. I promise we'll get back to the phone calls right away when we come back. Stay in there. Packers get drilled today 38-10. to 10. Is this team just good and they just had a bad one, or is this team now uh, kind of embracing a wake-up call and they're just not that damn good? we got more of the Green and Gold Postgame <laughs> Show next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Thirty-eight to ten, the Green Bay Packers beaten suffer their first loss of the season. Uh, they get knocked off by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome back to the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Find Gary at Gary Ellerson at Gary Ellerson. Find me at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. Let's get back to the phone calls uh, here. Let's go to Eric listening to us on the east side of Milwaukee. Eric, how you doing? Eric, turn your radio down. 
There you go. Let's go to Steve. We'll get back to Eric. Steve, how you doing? Bill, you got me? We got you. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, thank you. Um, you know, whether or not – when Rodgers threw that interception, I think he just got in his own head and it was over from there, whether or not it was the defense or not. But what frustrates me over the years is every time we run into a game like this, just an absolute beating, it's always that the other team had a defense that punched us in, punched us in the mouth, beat the living daylights out of us. I want one. I want a defense that's going to go beat the living daylights out of the other side. And we don't have to have Aaron Rodgers, and we don't have to have all of these other weapons. Just, why don't we go after something like that? The Smith brothers were great; they were great acquisition. But you know, I want I want a I want eleven thugs to go beat the living daylights out of the other side. We just don't never seem to try to put one of those together. Some just legitimate badasses is what you like. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, look, I uh, wait. What did you just say? He said he wanted eleven he want, thugs to go beat the hell out thugs? of somebody. Yeah, he oh wants people God, just to go I whoop mean, up on people. Well, it, you we, know what? The, we got the in last with that one. Time. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I, I get. I get what he was trying to say. But I yeah, look. Get, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I, the the when was the last time they had a? I think the last time they had a real smash mouth defense, Gary. I'm going to go back to 96. That's Butler's team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was Smash Mouth. That was yeah. Gravedigger yeah. and company up front with Santana yeah. and, and, and the guys. I mean, that was that was legit smash you in the mouth football. I mean, yeah, even no, the team had... that won it in 2010 was more, you know, that was Charles Woodson and Finesse and being smart and takeaways. Takeaways. Yeah. They haven't had – but – that. But Bill, that's the new NFL. Look, look at the new NFL. There, there is no, there is no '96 Butler team. There, there is no Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens teams, right? They, they don't, right. Those teams, they, they don't exist. This is the new NFL. It's about, and even more so in this pandemic, it's been about um, scoring a lot of points. I mean, you, you look at right now, holding is at an all-time low right now uh, in the NFL. They want more scoring, and so. Those defenses don't exist anymore. I mean, the Chuck Cecils of the world, uh, can't, can, they can't even play in this league anymore. Right. They got they, rid of all that stuff. So you're not going to have that anymore. They had good guys in the trenches that basically blew up your offensive line and got to Aaron Rodgers. But right. it, it wasn't, you know, they got manhandled. I mean, they, they, yes. they got beat to the point of attack. They got, yeah. beat, to, they got beat on their stunts. They got, they got manhandled up front today. Well, what, and, what, the, what the new NFL right now is about, Built defensively, it's about speed. Oh yeah, because you you got to have you got to have like Barnes. I said we need about three, four more of those guys. You and and that's what Tampa Bay has. Tampa Bay has like three or four of those guys that can run and get to the ball. They're explosive. I mean, that's what they thought Oren Burks was going to be because he's a, a strong safety in, in college, moving down to a backer. That's why they got him to play that spot because they needed a guy to go sideline and side. That's where they thought he was going to be. That's where they thought Blake Martinez was going to be. And and neither one of those guys – now, Burns may be the closest, but neither one of those guys turned out to, to be that. The A.J. Hawks back in the day, those guys really don't exist any, in, anymore in today's NFL. 
Packers get whooped up on 38-10. to 10. And when we come back, we got a lot for you in the next hour. We're going to take some more phone calls. Mike Clemens is going to join us live in Tampa Bay. Also going to hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. He's Gary Ellison. I'm Bill Michaels, 38-10. to 10. That's the final. Packers take their first loss of the season at the hand of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've got another hour of the Green Gold Postgame Show coming up right after this. Network. The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit Bill Michaels. Thirty-eight to ten, the Green Bay Packers just got it handed to them by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after a week in which uh, we thought, well, Matt Lafleur. Would get these guys ready. They came out and looked really solid early on, and then after that, everything went flat after the pick six that Aaron Rodgers threw, attempting to get the ball to Devontae Adams. And uh, we'll talk with Mike Clemens. He is live out there in Tampa Bay. We got Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels, and again, uh, the Packers take a beat down today. Uh, Michael, uh, boy, it looked uh, like beautiful weather and fans in the stands, and I saw you ran into people and such, but just didn't turn out the way uh, Packers fans had hoped. Well, I stepped out of the car about 1 o'clock here at Raymond James Stadium, and the first thing I thought was, oh, man, this is hot. I mean, you know, this is hot. This is a hotter day than we had in all of August during uh, training camp, but the wind was picking up, and so that cooled things off a little bit. And I did not hear through this game uh, any players from the Packers having to come off, you know, with, for a cramp or something like that. So that, that, that did not seem to be an issue, but it turns out that the wind was, and so – you know, the Packers get the ball, and they get the field goal. They come up short of converting for a touchdown. Then on the next drive, they do it. They dominate the first quarter with long, sustained drives. I think Brady was three and out, and I think that was pretty much his first quarter. Uh, but then Rodgers throws that pick six. As of to all people, Devontae Adams in the flat, and Jamal Dean is out there the corner and jumps the route, takes the ball in for only the third pick six in Aaron Rodgers' careers. And there was two balls that were really disappointing besides that pick, the second interception that led to another touchdown so the Bucks could go up, you know, 14 to 10 in this game. But you saw that one where Mercedes Lewis was wide open on the seam, about 15, 20 yards downfield. And, of course, he's not very fast, but Rodgers overthrew him. And a couple of plays later, he would try and take a shot down to Marquez Valdez-Scanling down the left-hand sideline, a ball that went 65 yards in the air. But, again, overthrown and so when you talk to Rodgers about the pick six and missing Mercedes on, on the seam route he talked about what happened on those plays yes I mean same thing kind of on both the wind was blowing hard from right to left again I felt good about both uh, uh, both throws uh, the one at Tay obviously I just missed a foot inside and when you're playing a corner with tight coverage you can catch and yeah, that unfortunately happens uh, the one of Mercedes I didn't have a great look of where it was at I was I feel like I was maybe getting hit um, but I felt good about the throw and looking back on it, I think the wind might have just took it a little bit, you know, unfortunately, because that would have been a, 
a nice pickup there. Uh, look, uh, Mike, I, I, I get it. It's, you know, it was a tough. Yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> but, I mean, Gary, do you ever have wind problems? you ever t- catch a pass that went, uh, you know, curveball hey. on you? Hey, well, I mean, I don't know. If, if it's in your head and you think that's what it is, I suppose it becomes real. Um, you know, and Mike was there. They, they, it just felt like to me that they were just out of sync. I mean, they just, I mean, after the pick six, I mean, just Rodgers just wasn't there anymore. And their their defensive line, I thought, for Tampa Bay just kind of just sucked them up, Mike. Well, and, you know, part of the thing, too, Gary, is, is that they're moving the ball and they're using their pre-snap motion. And they're trying to do that outside zone. And, but it's like Rodgers is, is having to roll. He's, 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 you know, there's pressure coming and things seem to be out of rhythm and sync. And he's, you know, using happy feet uh, where he, he hasn't, you know, these first four games, that's what's been so great. You know, he's standing back there and one, two, three, the ball comes out of his hands, but he felt the need to move and he got hit a couple of times as well. And just in those plays leading up to the pick. So I think that played a factor in it, not necessarily just a left-to-right win or whatever he said. But here's the deal. So what is this like? Matt LaFleur's only fifth loss, you know, in a year and a quarter so far in Green Bay. But the losses, except for, the, you know, that back-and-forth game with the Eagles, uh, that night game at Lambeau, you get blown out twice. I mean, just smashed by the 49ers. And Philip Rivers, um, on a similar day like this out in L.A., is throwing about 20 balls over the middle and the defense can't stop him in a close game and Rodgers he was under a lot of pressure in that game so we you know we asked him after the game uh, what's it like to take another blowout loss like this one look you don't ever want to lose like this I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake-up call at some point this season uh, because things have been so good and there's been so much talk maybe outside the building about the ease which with with which we're you know moving the ball on offense and scoring. And, you know, I think we need a kind of a kick in the ass a little bit as, as a little bit of a wake up to, uh, you know, stop feeling ourselves so much and get back to the things that got us this position. And I think this would be, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, something we can really, uh, really grow from. I hope he's right, Mike. I mean, you know, this was uh, the question coming into the show today. Was this a really good football team that just had a bad game, or was this a team that was 4-0 and that just got exposed, much like they did when they ended up going into uh, L.A. last year and getting beat by the Chargers and then ultimately going into the 49ers, you know? I felt that with the Bucks getting Mike uh, Evans, you know, back for sure, there are other weapons for Tom Brady, uh, Ronald John. Uh, yeah, Ronald Jones, Rojo, the running back here. He ended up having a great day, over 100 yards in carrying the ball. Um, and LaShawn McCoy, you know, coming out of the backfield. They even though passed to, to Rojo, even though, you know, he struggles as a receiver. I thought that this was going to be Mike Patton's day, you know, that, that this was a game that he was going to have to make a difference. But as it turns out, um, you know, Todd Bowles, I, you, know, you have to give the credit to him, man. You know, he... He watched that Packers against Vikings tape and how the Packers tried to move those interior uh, the, and those linebackers and Anthony Barr in week one, left to right, left to right, left to right, just wear him down. And I think that's what LaFleur tried to do in this game today. And you know what? Those linebackers weren't, weren't buying it. You know, you they, know that, that... They, they were not going to chase those guys. They had Devin White 
and Levante David, who I think sacked Rodgers three times today, they try to get him going back side the line and said they just kept coming up the middle. You know, that that is a hard-charging defense. I realize they lost Vita Vea, but those those two backers are pretty damn good, and they, they close those holes, and they're just they're big up front in general. So the thinking was to try to stretch them sideline to sideline, try to reach a gap and cut it, cut a defender out of the gap. And so we went with our outside zone. You know, we'll have to take a look at the tape. I know that early on we hit a couple couple runs with our zone scheme. But over the course of the game, it, it obviously wasn't good enough. Mike, I had said uh, when you look at the numbers, 144 yards the Packers offense racked up in the first two drives, only 57 after that. Uh, the pick six, uh, clearly he tried to get the ball back into Devontae Adams, and that led to the second pick. But that pick six seemed to just completely derail things. Yeah, and then there was that uh, one play, I think it was second quarter, where Jamal Williams pops one out to the right-hand side for 25 yards. Remember, get up, and you know he's saying, come on, let's go. Like in, They kept on looking for those sparks for Green Bay to get back in this. Or in the third quarter, you saw Rodgers on the third and 18 when they were going from uh, right to left. He had to scramble to his left, scramble to his left, and then over the middle he finds Devontae on the seam, and they couldn't convert the first down. Now you're thinking, oh, this is where you know, you'll turn it around. It never happened. Next couple of plays, and then David Bakhtiari goes down. And so Lafleur was asked, you know, after Rodgers threw that third, only third career pick six, was he rattled for the rest of the game? I don't think so. I think there was that pressure was real, man. And uh, I don't think we blocked it very well. I don't think we had a, a great answer from a schematic standpoint. Um, so no, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't think that. Okay, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. It certainly seemed like that kind of threw things, you know, the monkey wrench and things a little bit. I mean, maybe it didn't, but I, I certainly the second one was the "Are you kidding me?" moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then injury-wise, Kevin King ended up being inactive for this game with that quad. Uh, Darnell Savage, the safety, he left there in the second half with a quad, and his return was questionable. I don't think he came back in. And then David Bakhtiari. I mean, I've, my God, I thought they were looking at his left knee, but they reported as a chest injury. And both Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur said they didn't think it was that serious, um, but he did not return to the game. They put Rick Wagner in a left tackle uh, for the rest of the game. Um, Chris Barnes, number 51, the, you know, the undrafted rookie, kids you know, hustles all over and makes plays. There was one time on a punt in the second half, and J.K. Scott, man, he did a lot of punting today. My God, they had – after those Packers scored 10 points, the Buccaneers' defense stopped them 10 consecutive drives. That's unbelievable. And Chris Barnes was face down after a punt. It looked like he was just shaken because I saw him come back toward the end of the game. So that's what we know about for the injuries of this game. But, you know, here's the other thing. I, you know, one other spark would have helped was how this defense a year ago – came up with those plays, or, or like they did against the Saints, right? It was Zadarius Smith pulling that ball out of Taysom Hill's hands, and that changed the momentum in a tight ball game in the second half. And Adrian Amos stepped in today to talk to us, and we asked the safety, where are the turnovers on this defense like you had last year? Um, I don't know. We just have to figure out a way to get the ball. Um, but, again, it's only week five. Um, we 4-1. We got regrouped. Turnovers will come. We got to keep getting after the ball, keep getting pressure at the quarterback, keep being sticky in the back end. Um, 
gotta uh, make sure we on our guys and, and and execute. And and those plays will come. You know, they can come in bunches. We can have, you know, a, a span of four games where we get a whole bunch of turnovers and then it's, you know, we're a top, you know, takeaway team. So um, those things come, you know, in time, as long as we keep working for it, keep pushing for it, um, those things will come. So, Bill and Gary, I don't know, man. I think that Todd Bowles, you know, who uh, was in and out as the Jets head coach, now he's defensive coordinator down here for Bruce Arians. Maybe he made a little bit of a blueprint for this Matt LaFleur pre-snap motion play just telling those linebackers, and he's, you know, he's got Indamicus Sue up there in the line and JJP for crying out loud, like LaFleur referred to. But you know what? It's like, just stay home. Don't get into right. the, you know, don't let your eyes go left and right, left and right. Just stay home and keep drilling Rodgers. And he got sacked four times and pressured 12 times. I mean, Rodgers took a beating to the point, as you know, with about six, seven minutes left, LaFleur said, okay, get out of there. Put in Tim Boyle. We're done. Get yeah, in I was hoping they'd pull him earlier than that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Mike, great stuff. It's a long flight home, I guess, after this one. And hopefully you scouted out some good stuff. At least we got going on down there come January and February for Super Bowl. And hopefully we're back then at that point in time. Sounds good. Thank you, Bill and Gary. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Mike Clemens uh, joining us, our uh, Green and Gold Insider down there in the Tampa Bay. And uh, he's up close and personal down there at Raymond James Stadium today in the weather and the wind and the heat and everything else. Packers take a loss 38-10. to 10. They follow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Going to hear from Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur. When we come back, also more analysis, more comments from Gary as well. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much uh, for taking a listen to us. Gary Ellison alongside the Green Gold Post Game Show, 38 to 10. The Packers take a loss. And uh, and this one just just looked bad, I guess, for all the optics of it. Um, you know, a couple of you know interceptions thrown by Aaron Rodgers, one of them being pick six, not being able to muster more than fifty-seven yards after the first couple of drives uh, of the game. It just uh, it just turned and uh, and and got bad. Let's get back to the phone calls here real quick. I want to get some more of those in uh, as we got a lot of people that have been on hold quite some time. Uh, let's go to a Mike listening to us in Greenfield. Mike, how you doing? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Uh, obviously. <laughs> little better uh, game was expected. Um, Gary's been saying uh, for some time and uh, getting a fight from the rest of the crew on the big show, <clears throat> the Packers, he didn't know what to say about the offense yet. Um, it's obvious we need a couple guys that can, you know, step up when you need them. Um, what I wanted to say, I've been defending uh, Petten for quite a while because so many – of the plays that go for big gains from the uh, opposing team, the guys are right there, but they're missing tackles. But um, and it's the game started out that way too. And I thought I'm telling my wife, you know, if these guys would make tackles, you know, the Packers defense wouldn't be so bad. But something, you know, yeah, once in a while in a 16 game season, uh, you're going to have a stinker. But uh, they just. You know, it's like uh, they just threw in the towel after that. And Rodgers has a tendency. He's got nothing to prove, but yet that chip on his shoulder, you know, he he still does because uh, when he gets 
in games against high-quality uh, 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 quarterbacks, I, I think he puts too much pressure on himself. And when it goes a little awry, you know, they're human, and that, that's what happened. Um, I'm hoping uh, that uh, they rebound and learn from this. But, uh, man, no points at all in the rest of the game. That is very makes me very nervous. And uh, I'm going to hop off, love the show, and uh, I, I, I think uh, Gary had a point uh, they still need some playmakers, and uh, well, okay, I'm I'm getting off point. So uh, you guys have a great show, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll uh, hear from you soon. I appreciate it. So, Gary, I mean, I, I get all the stuff that he was saying, but um, you know, I playmakers, yes, it's great to have, and scheme, it's great to mm-hmm. have. But I, I think it has to. Mm-hmm. You you need leadership. You need guys that are you know thumpers. You need finesse. You need speed. Like you talked about, the league has changed so much. This was just. This was a game where they just never got on track. And, and sometimes, well, you know this, I mean, you have a bad week of practice. It just kind of translates, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. But, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not buying all that. I mean, maybe they can talk about they, they didn't practice well. But, Bill, I know what I saw. I mean, you come down there the first drive and you shoved it right down their throats. You right. got three points. It looked good to me. Uh, and and I don't know. Did did, did, what, did the next drive did they come and score seven? Or did they punt? I they mean, did. No, so they they got seven right after that. The first two drives yes, were thirteen yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, I, I or excuse and me. And then not all of a yeah. Then all of a sudden it's about practice. No, I, maybe it is, but it, it turned on the pick six. Yeah, you're not going to tell me that it didn't. We can talk about practice or you didn't practice and all that stuff. But you manhandled this team, not manhandled, but, I mean, you and, – and then Rodgers makes a, a bad read, stares down Devontae. Topos, had, they, they in great coverage. Maybe he thought it was man, maybe he thought it was zone. I don't know what it was, but it was wrong. Pick six, it's over. And then he comes back and throw another one, right, right after that. Which the guy was offside, I thought, for sure. But see, I thought They showed he was in the neutral zone, yeah. Yeah, great coverage on Devontae. But it should have been a flag there, but you didn't get it. But still, now you were forcing another ball to Devontae. Right, and and that was one where the 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 uh, the coverage was all over him. I didn't understand why. Yeah. I mean, good at inside slant, he had leverage, but the coverage was all over him. And all I, over. I, it's a quick hitter. You're trying to get something going, yes. But again, had it not been two balls thrown to Devontae when their coverage was good, I think all of this goes away. But the because if he was staring if he was staring down Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones was well covered coming out of the backfield or something, that's then we're going okay bad play bad read whatever. But because it's Devontae, it's it's a big deal because we've been down this path before where you try to force balls to Devontae. You know what I mean? And that's that's Correct. when that's when everybody starts to blow up because then you say okay Devontae gets all the targets and he's the mm-hmm. guy. Well, you said it last week or two weeks ago. You said look. You can win without Devontae, but you can't win a championship without Devontae because you're going to need that Correct. dynamic, that other guy. And so, like it or not, whatever you think about Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams is still a key cog of the offense. He, that's, he is. He's a, he's a tremendous receiver. Um, now, where you want to rank him in the league, I really don't give a damn. But he's right, still a tremendous right, right. receiver because everybody gets all bent right. out of shape if you don't put him in the top three or top five. Well, I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, he's, still yeah. really good, yeah. he's still a really good receiver, and he's the best receiver this team has. True. So you're not going to say it's beneficial not to have him or not to throw to him. You know what I mean? It's just that's that's ludicrous. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, let's do this. Let's get back to uh, get back to another one. Who else do we have here? Let's go to uh, Marcellius on the east side. Marcellius, how you doing today, buddy? What's up? I'm doing very well, and I'm very um, 
we say this, I'm heartbroken about the way things went with the Packers, and I take full responsibility. You hear me, Gary, tell Leroy, I said I take full responsibility for this loss. Why is that? I watch the Packers games by myself. Uh-huh. However, this woman and her boyfriend's birthday is today asked me to come to their house with other people. I had to wear a mask all the time. And I know I always watch by myself to put the right power down so that the Packers will definitely win. And I knew that if I go over there, I would do it. Dog, gutted love beat me up. I sacrificed for that. There it is. Your fault. He should have watched it by himself. I was waiting for uh, right. I was waiting for Aaron Rodgers after the game. Said Marcellus, man, you should have stayed home. <laughs> Gave the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> That's what it was. That's yeah. a great call. 855-830-8648. Let's go real quick. Eric is on the east side as well. Eric, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing, man? Hey, bud. We're good, Eric. Hey, here's the deal, man. Was that Brett Favre out there? Uh, you know, I'm just going to throw a number of picks, and it, it is what it is because uh, I'm glad for the fact that they did draft another quarterback, Gary. And I heard your uh, infomercial, your commercial before about I didn't seen this show before. I was not excited when the Packers got four and zero. I didn't seen this before. I've been a longtime Packer fan all my life, and and, and at fifty one, I didn't seen this movie before, Gary. It's just like I'm just eating the popcorn. Okay, my friends are excited. Oh, the Packers four and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I said, you know, I, I'm not impressed by anything at this point. LaFleur didn't make the adjustment. It looks like Mike McCarthy was out there, didn't like a deer in the headlights, couldn't make the adjustments. Uh, they should have went to a hurry-up offense. Uh, what do you think about that? But they should have went to that situation. Once you got down by uh, two, three scores, they should have just tried to do something different. Let's just, if we're going to get blown out, let's get blown out by trying something just to speed this up a little bit. Let, let's get into rhythm of something. And so – so the, the non-changes by LaFleur on the fly, and now they got a blueprint, the rest of the league, how to beat the Packers. They're going to be, yeah, if they make it to the playoffs, they're going to be one and done. So it's the same old Packer team, but I'm glad they drafted another quarterback. Tell me what you guys think. Thank you. Well, I mean, I, I, I say this. I, I think if Rodgers, if he can play like he played the first four games, either – for me, it'd be tougher than win another Super Bowl because I think they need more players. But most certainly, I think they can probably get there because you can. You never know when you catch lightning in a bottle, Bill, and it just happens. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when they won a the Super Bowl with Rodgers, I mean, you remember that team with Howard Green? Well, they have like 14, 15 new guys on that team, some mess like that, right. like injuries that yeah. they had. So th- those things can happen. I mean, so I'm not saying never say never because that can happen. But... Uh, I wanted them to draft someone else other than Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. We had two in a row. We're not promised to get another one. If you look at the new NFL, uh, maybe Jordan Love can be Garoppolo, and maybe that would be all you need to win, but your defense has got to be better. That 49 defense is pretty good. And so, I mean, you know, from last year. So it can't happen, but, you you know, you, they, they don't have – they don't have a defense to mesh up with a quarterback that's not as talented as Aaron Rodgers. 
I would have loved just like to seen them gone in a direction where you can just put playmakers around him that can help bolster the team now. Yes. Yes. You're right because you only have this so often. This is it. You know, I mean, I, I, I have no idea what they would think. I mean, you you're in a you're in a wide receiver heavy draft and you don't take one. I mean, what message are you sending to who? I still look at the statistics in the way Patrick Queen's playing for Baltimore. Holy mackerel, that guy would. Well, look that good too, and you, you knew you had a hole at middle linebacker. Yeah, but you went and got uh, you went and got Kirksey, and so you thought that was going to do it. But you knew Kirksey was had been hurt the whole time, right. and he comes here yep. and get hurt. Yep, no doubt. Uh, listen, when we come back, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Also, uh, the injury report, by the way. Uh, brought to you by our friends at uh, Tayback Law. Tayback right now. Hey, if you've got uh, veterans, if you feel you've been wrongfully denied any benefits, go to contact Tayback for the payback at TaybackAttorneys.com. That is TaybackAttorneys.com. You had a Lancaster with a shoulder. Bakhtiari uh, went down with a chest injury. No word on Bakhtiari as of right now or Lancaster. Tyler Irvin went down. Barnes went down uh, for a short period of time and then ended up coming back into the game. So, Hopefully those are just minor injuries, but you had uh, to David Bakhtiari, I think we all sit now and we just hold our breath to make sure that uh, he is, or hopeful that he is able to come back and, and compete beginning next week. Uh, they they got a hole over there at left tackle. Well, that was our worst nightmare was that if he went down for any length of time, holy moly, what are you going to do over there at left tackle? Uh, the injury report brought to you by Tayback Law Firm. Contact Tayback for the payback at Tayback Attorneys, T-A-B-A-K, TaybackAttorneys.com. That's Tayback Attorneys. Com. Aaron Rodgers coming up next on the Green Gold Post Game Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let's hear from the QB of today's game. Let's hear what number 12 has to say after this one. Brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. RobertHackDiamonds.com. 38 to 10, the Green Bay Packers knocked off by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. And uh, Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. It's the Green Gold Post Game Show. And uh, Gary, a couple people asking uh, if Rodgers seemed like he didn't have a good week of practice, how that would affect his play. Uh, you know, Gary, I look a, a bad week for. And I know Aaron Rodgers said in that uh, you know Pat McAfee podcast that you know his worst games are some of people's career years that type of thing or career yeah, numbers or what have you true but this was just that. this was just not a good game this is one of those games no, where you wasn't. come out and kind of trip over yourself no it wasn't it wasn't a great game by him at all I mean you, you never see him miss a pass like that to uh to Marseille's Lewis whether it's the wind was blowing or not I mean I yeah I mean that's that's never really happened he yeah that would see you can look at forcing the ball into Devontae Adams and call it what you will but that pass he threw to, to Mercedes Lewis, that was just that you that just doesn't happen to Aaron Rodgers. And, and and you know, that was one where pressure came up the gut, he threw off the back foot, uh, and you know, whether the wind got it or not, or maybe he didn't have the same zip on it, regardless, it just was kind of an ugly floating duck. And had Mercedes that, that actually been on target, maybe they grab a little momentum and Mercedes Lewis takes it at least another 10, 15, 20 yards, gets the ball downfield, and actually racks up some yards in a in a drive and puts them over into Tampa Bay territory. So, uh, Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers spoke after the game today. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his uh, comments are brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. Go to Robert Hack, H-A-A-C-K, RobertHackDiamonds.com. Uh, let's take a listen to a little bit of what the quarterback had to say. 
So there you go, some of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Gary, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you ever had yeah. a bad week of practice and still been – because he said, look, I missed some throws I normally make. He, he, you know, he talked about a couple of things, kind of just things feeling out of sync. And this was my fear. This is what I said when you guys used it on your afternoon show and said I had trepidation. This was it because it just seemed like everything was flowing. And then all of a sudden you get into the bye week, and that can take away your mojo, that energy, that flow, and then you try to scramble like it's just going to happen. You can't just snap your fingers and say, okay, we're back into the flow. And it seemed like he said, I missed some throws. We talked about the flow, getting in and out of the huddle, terminology's too long. I mean, all these things that we heard at the beginning of the season. You know what I mean? Well, we'll find out, Bill. I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not going to buy in. And sometimes you do have a bad week of practice. I mean, and sometimes you have a bad week of practice and you go and blow a team out. Sometimes you have a bad week of practice and you get blown out. And so, um, you know, we'll just have to get a feel for it, right? I mean, you're five games in, you're four and one. I mean, I don't know. You're still in first place. You're probably tied with the Bears. I don't know how that all works out by percentage points. But uh, they're still in a good place. Uh, I need to see more. I mean, I think it's I think it's a situation where you look at the Green Bay Packers offense. For me, I think it was more about Todd Bowles and how effective they were. I just don't really think that, that Matt LaFleur, and he talks about this, I just really don't think that Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers really understood the speed in which this defensive team had uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were everywhere. Their linebackers can flat out get to the football. They tried to block these guys on the edge, couldn't get them, and then all of a sudden they got you got down, you had to throw the ball, and then they just ate up your, 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 your offensive line. And when you've got Ricky Wagner, who was playing left tackle, who's not really a left tackle, he's a right tackle, and he's more of a run blocker than he's a pass blocker, you knew it was over. I put on my um, Twitter right away when Ricky Wagner came in, let's just get Aaron Rodgers out before he get killed. And then right away, people just start coming at me because saying that, well, why would you want to take Rodgers out? Because I don't want to see him get knocked out. To me, at that particular point, the game was over. And, and I know, I know it was third quarter, still early. It's a long season. I still think. I mean, I still think they've got a chance. Everything is in, uh, ahead of them. Uh, I still think it's a team that possibly can get to the Super Bowl. I'm not talking that talk yet. But in order to get there, you got to have an upright Aaron Rodgers if you're going to make it get there. Jordan Love ain't going to get you to the Super Bowl, and Tim Boyle ain't either. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back here a little bit from Matt Lafleur. Pick the MVP of the game. They're few and far between. Stay tuned. Packers get beat 38 to 10. We'll wrap up the Green and Gold Post Game Show coming up next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Somebody stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Bill and Gary choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. Family born and employee owned. On the web at VanHornAuto.com. This was an ugly one. 38-10, to 10, the Packers get knocked off by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary, I, I, I can't think offensively who I would take in this contest, if anybody. Would you, though, even though he did end up getting injured, he still led the team in tackles. Would you go with Chris Barnes, who was just everywhere? He's a man. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that's a good call, Bill. I think if you're going to look at anybody that popped off your screen, it was Chris Barnes. Yes, most yep. certainly. I would go in that direction, even though he did end up a little bit On nicked up. On both sides I, of the football, yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would go with Chris Barnes today. He is really, really impressing. He is your Van Horn Automotive MVP of the game, brought to you by the Van Horn Automotive Group with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa, family-born and employee-owned, on the web at vanhornauto.com. Head coach Matt LaFleur, let's take a call, listen for a minute or two to see what the head coach had to say about this one. There you go, some strong statements from the head coach, Gary. Practice like well, it, you, play yeah. like it. Yeah, and they did. I like the fact that at least he says, hey, look, I didn't get the plays in. We were in and out of the huddle two lakhs a days ago. These are, these are all things that he recognizes, we all recognize. So it's, it's I, I guess now the question becomes pertinent. We asked at the beginning of the show, is this a good team that just had a bad day or is this a, a team that was 4-0 and they've just been exposed? Oh, we don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, I think there, there's still a lot of football left this season. Uh, we'll figure out what this team is as they continue to march towards uh, Tampa Bay, and that's where the Super Bowl will be. We'll see right now they're one of the top two, three teams in the NFC. I mean, you still got the Rams. They're still out there. The 49ers may still have something to say about it. The Chicago Bears look pretty good today, but nobody's believing it. So, But, yeah, the, the, the Packers are right there. We'll see. There you have it. Uh, one more time between, before a crowd at Raymond James Stadium of 15,540 that were actually allowed to attend this contest. Packers take their first loss of the season 38-10. to 10. For Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Time for us to go. Have a go. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.